Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan. What the hell? Greetings, I think. Are we on the air? That's weird. Something just cut out on me. (laughs) I hope we're on the air. We will find out shortly, I hope. Anyhow, uh, man, I don't know what to do with this because it just cut off like we weren't on the air. It says we're on the air. I guess I've got to assume we are on the air. And uh, I hope... I hope we're on the air because, boy, it cut off in a weird way there. Anyhow, greetings. We are back on the air, I hope. (laughs) I hope I'm not recording this for nothing. Uh, Let me see what happens when I try to play something. I'm I'm sorry if this bothers you, but i got to try something. It's working. All right, I guess we're on the air. (laughs) I can still control the show, and I can hear it, so we must be here. All righty. Where are we? We are the are we at the last week? No, we're in the third week. The third week or fourth week or whatever. We're supposed to have 13 months anyhow. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> See, this is this is the whole um we can change your perception on anything we want to change. We just have to say it enough. And then you will fight to the death to back your government because they are good and honest people. <laughs> so, for you people who believe in fairy tales, um, you also believe that somebody who makes one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars a year ends up with twenty two hundred million dollars and stuff like that. That's you know that's feasible. Man, I had a good week. Uh, ran up to uh, Ohio in Pennsylvania, did a couple of shows. Uh, drove through that uh, little nor'easter that came through. You know, got a whole bunch of global warming on my car. I still have to take it out today and wash the salt off of it. I have not got that done. But uh, it was great. Had some great times up there, some good people. Um, I love performing. That's, that's the best part of everything is performing getting to perform it's uh it's a blast it's um it's a job i'll never quit i'm not sitting here going oh i'm gonna be retired i don't want to retire i don't want to retire i enjoy what i do um if you're in a miserable job find out what you want to do and don't figure out a way to pursue it it takes effort it takes time but the payoff is you're not stuck in a dead-end place and it's funny because I was watching this little YouTube ad for bookkeeping. Oh, the next thing. And the, the thing they mentioned that nobody gets, and this is the truth, uh, 
bookkeepers for businesses get paid 20 while independent bookkeepers get paid 70 and then they go that's because the boss needs to make a profit there you go folks that's the bottom line when when you see these ceos making millions and millions of dollars that money came from somewhere it did came from somewhere now if he's getting 20 million and you're making uh, $75,000 to $100,000 a year. What did he do that's worth $20 million? Oh, he made some important decisions. Well, then that certainly deserves him getting... I'm sure you made some important decisions, didn't you? Huh? Didn't you? But they'll just pat you on the back, give you a 2% raise while he sits there with stock options and a jet and a new Corvette, and you're sitting there driving your shit box trying to make ends meet? I am not for government regulation to correct that. I'm for people regulation to correct that. Get what I'm saying? The reason I'm self-employed is because I got tired of that exact same thing. I'd be in an office and some ass kisser would get a better evaluation of me, get a better raise than me, even though I was doing more work. And corporate America is horseshit. They all think they own you and they give you shit and they talk to you like you're a slave. They do. They absolutely do. And then you just, oh, it's the only way I've got to make a living, blah, blah, blah. No, it's an easy way to make a living. Being self-employed is hard. Because you've got to find the work, you've got to do the work. Whereas most people just roll into an office and somebody comes over to their desk and throws a bunch of shit on their desk and says, that's your job for today. And you go, okay, and you do it. There's no thought. There's no required effort. You just show up like a little dog and pony show, and here's your work. Get to it. It's an easy life. But when you've got to go dig for everything and your calendar's not full like mine's not right now because I'm sitting here juggling a whole bunch of people who are supposed to get back with me with dates and haven't, my calendar's empty. And that's the other thing. My website's screwed up right now. For some reason, it's disconnected, and now I've got to do a whole bunch of tech work today to figure out why my website is disconnected. So if you go by there and get the disconnected, no, there's nothing wrong other than somewhere, some along along the way, something has changed, and I need to get in there and do a whole bunch of reconnecting and repunching and retyping and reentering. But I'll have that taken care of today. You know, it's it's a lot harder to do things for yourself. But in the end, it's way more rewarding. And that's why they're trying to make cars so you basically cannot work on them. You know, there's cars now you've got to pull the body to change three spark plugs, and I am not exaggerating. There are people... You see video after video of these bodies setting up on lifts while the frames are down on the ground because they've so poorly designed automobiles 
and I, it's not, I don't think it's poorly designed. I think it was intentional design. They want to make everything so difficult that you will pay them stupid sums of money to work on your car, or you'll just give up and go spend stupid sums of money to buy another car. Designed obsolescence is a thing, folks, and auto manufacturers are king of it right now. So with my age and the van I just bought, I'm kind of hoping that I don't have to go through another process again of buying another van. I'm hoping this one will take me to my grave. (laughs) I got short timers right now where I know that there's probably not like a truckload of time left for me on the planet when you get right down to it. Oh, it sounds, years sound, you know, 10, 15 years sounds like a lot, but if you've ever lived life, you realize that 10 or 15 years is a mere drop in the bucket. But I got I got to meet some good people. I got to perform for some good people. I got to enjoy myself. Did my first couple trips, first couple nights in the new van, which is why when I got home, I did a whole bunch of work. Because having a bigger van that's not organized is not having a bigger van. It's... Uh, it's just a poorly organized van where you stumble over everything, and it ain't fun. Not enjoyable, I'll promise you that. But anyhow, there's so much to talk about today. I'm just getting us through the first couple of minutes. I'm going to run some commercials and go get Herman, and we're going to get the uh, get the uh, talk rolling heavily. So uh, my buddy, Jake, is out on the road touring again as the uh, lone jester. Uh, Jokers and jesters will be back out on the fall, but I still play the uh, commercial for him because he's my buddy, and uh, he's helped me a lot. Uh, so if you get a chance to see a Jokers and Jesters tour show, uh, I highly suggest it. It's, it's a great show. So here we go, first commercial break, and we will be right back. That's right, the Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. 
enough from delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. I think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, Right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. And we're back, and I found Herman. What's up, buddy? (laughs) It's funny, I just told them about my weekend, and then I talked to you and found out that our weekends were awfully close to the same travel schedule. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. We both got to drive some of that global warming. Man, things are changing everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah, the climate's going to change. You seen yeah. all the. See, that's what's funny because if you really pay attention right now, this is a weather cycle. Now they're going to tell you it's global warming. They're going to tell you it's man-made, but this is a weather cycle. We are running through a cycle right now. Mm-hmm. That's why if you noticed, all the places that were dry are getting rain, and all the places that used to get mm-hmm. a lot of rain are kind of dry. Yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah, that's why they have a, a greenery in the desert now. Yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah. It is. 
and and have you ever noticed right now, like this weekend in particular, the weatherman and everywhere tried to predict the weather was wrong everywhere this weekend. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, see, that's what's funny because this is something I've said over and over and over again. Okay, uh, and people want to argue with me. Oh, climate's different than weather. Bullshit. Shut up with your stupidity. Yeah. Weather makes up your climate. And if you cannot predict the weather, you cannot you predict, cannot predict the, climate. the climate. Thank you. And so Thank these you. same people that with a satellite and ground monitoring stations and weather observers can miss a forecast horribly. Listen, this weekend, perfect example, okay. I went to a funeral, okay, so I'm watching the weather come going out of town. So you know you want to be addressed, you're going to Indiana from Virginia. Yes. I checked the weather purposely, Dan. It said it would be it would be on the on the there was two days. I got in there, it was sixty degrees that day, like it said. The next day it was around about fifty then the next day it was around about around fifty four. But it was supposed to drop down to thirty four the next day and then rise to about thirty six the following day and then go back into the high weather. Just for those two days. It got cold. But that government didn't say it was gonna to get to eighteen. You know why I'm laughing? Because I had the same problem. I watched the weather, and I said, hey, man, it ain't going to be, but in the 40s, I'll just take this light jacket because I don't need my heavy stuff. And then I got up there, and I'm like, it's down into the cheese. I said, are you kidding me? How can you miss this so horrifically? Come on, man. You know, you can get a hundred years within a tenth of a degree, and you can't get tomorrow. There's a big difference between two degrees above freezing and twenty-two below the freezing. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I had the exact same thought as I'm sitting there in my thinner jacket, going, "Man, uh, I wish I'd have brought my heavy jacket." Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was unbelievable, man. You know, that's what I said. Man, I have to I just say, you know, hope for the best and prepare for the worst. That's the greatest saying I can ever live with it forever. Oh, it's but true. Yes. Stop trying to follow this stuff because man-made ideas, man, are man-made ideas, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw this video that's circulating the Internet of Bill Maher talking about all the private jets leaving the Super Bowl. Ah, no, I didn't see that, but I had to check it out. Tell me about it. Inform me, my brother. Okay. He had Bill Maher sitting on the screen, and next to him he's got a screen of flight traffic leaving Las Vegas after the Super Bowl and Mm. just showing the private jets leaving. And then he showed pictures of everybody who flew out in a private jet. You know, it was it was the Obamas. It was all your people who tell you, global warming is going to destroy the world. You need to give up your car. You need to give up your gas stove. You need to give up this. You need to give up everything cheap is what you need to give up. Because we're going to save the planet, except for us. And we get to fly in our private jets and spew more CO2 than you would ever spew in your lifetime because we're important people and you're the peons. Which is that we all know this bullshit. I said, exactly. It is. It is. It's bullshit. You know what it is? It's bullshit. It's the elite. See, 
again, and you and I have had this conversation. It's funny how many conversations we have that just show themselves. And, and that is we are two groups of people, not we're not we're not races against each other. We're not sexes. We're two groups of people. Those who are up in the elite one percent, and the rest of us. Yeah, and then the rest of us who got to figure it out and stop trying to come against one another because the minority is the majority. But the thing is, yes. is how do you think about that? How do you see the majority? Do you see the majority is a a synchronized set of people over here in this race and this race and this color? And do you see people who come together with the same common cause and purpose against something that, that is negative against those who serve for peace and understanding? What about that? Yeah, because then you're then you the majority, if you think about it that way. Well, look that overseas. The color and the race and the sex and just get together for a second. Look overseas at what the farmers did. They changed the whole landscape of Europe. They did. They came together. They didn't give a shit what anybody's color was. Or you're a farmer and you're being hurt, come join the parade. And they shut over down, they overseas down and stopped that madness. And we're going to have to do that here. It's going to have to happen here, man, because right now, listen, man, people have to realize one thing. We cannot be eating anything proper anymore. Too many things have been made for us to eat, okay, made for us to eat. We have to realize that. There's so many things going on we have no control of. The airline prices right now are out of control. We can't control gas. We can't control food. Pretty soon, we're going to look up. We're going to be totally at the mercy of the system, totally. Oh, yeah, and they're driving it that way with, with two and three. Remember, I, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but Ronald Reagan's first deficit was $500 billion. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody lost their collective minds. Oh, we can't do it. And back then, the national debt wasn't even a trillion, I don't think. And now we are at $34 trillion in just cash deficit. Right now, we spend more on servicing the debt than we do on the military. And we are sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine, which just gets laundered because there's not a receipt one. In America, if you spend $6, you better have that receipt. But if you you're in Ukraine, have. we'll give you $100 billion and who gives a shit where it goes. And we got people living in the streets. We got veterans in the streets. And then we're passing a bill. Virginia passed a bill that says that we will pay 100% health care for illegal immigrants, but not the citizens of Virginia, not you and me, Herm, not the people who work, not the people who pay taxes. They're going to pay for illegal immigrants 100%, and they're going to take the money from you and me, and there's not a damn thing we can do to stop it. Yep. Not one damn thing. It don't matter who you vote for. The, the government of the United States no longer represents the people of the United States. It represents all these millions of illegal immigrants. We're going to pay for their hotels. We're going to pay for their health care because, by God, we're the land of immigrants. Bullshit. Shut up with that stupidity. We're the land of legal immigrants, not people who come across the border with no background check, with no ID, and most 
most of them are military-age men, and they shouldn't be allowed in this country, but here we are. But we got to go back to ask once again now, when they say, we the people, and we got to stop right there, who are you talking about? In order to form a more perfect union, who are you talking about? To establish our blessings of liberty for ourselves and our prosperity, you've got to find out who that group of people is. Yeah, it used to be us. No, these are the people who were talking about the Constitution, who had took over the Constitution for the United States of America, okay? Yeah. Now, when someone has established what you heard in that song is someone has taken over the Constitution. Yes, they have, and it's the judges. Because and, and, they're gonna, and, and they're representing the United States of America. That's when the corporation took over. They, they're singing about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when they when they say we the people in order to form a more perfect union, what people? And who you're talking about? Because it wasn't for everyone. Because to end up in this situation, it started this way. It just yeah. was a mild way and, and grew, grew, and grew, and grew, and grew once everyone was established. You know what it was? And this here's an analogy. Remember when we were younger and you'd see a commercial for a toy, and it would do all these fantastic things, and then you got it home and found out it wouldn't do shit. Like the Slinky. Yeah. We, we, we just, because in the show, man, it, every single set of stairs, it's perfect, and it, picnic tables and all this stuff like that, and then you get it home, and the bitch wouldn't even hardly walk down a flight of stairs. So they pay commercials, they pay money to say it walks downstairs alone in pairs and makes a slinky sound. A sling, yep. a sling, the marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky. They made that song. That song went around and sold that piece of steel. It may have came out of the back of old dryers. Yeah. Okay? And resold it and called it a toy. And, and we probably produced it for under a nickel, and we sold yeah. it to you for five bucks. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the beauty of that is we made millions of dollars of profits to which our little employees got a small smitten, but our CEO got a million or two million or three million. And you slaved and you made it work, but they made all the money. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's what happened. And that's where you're at. So if you're sitting at a desk, any corporation in America know that the top person is probably making a hundred to two hundred times what you're making, and all he does is sit on his fat ass and golf with his buddies, sign a few pieces of paper because he's important. While you're down there turning out the product that if you didn't turn out, he wouldn't have shit. There you go. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's how and that's where we are. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without why do you think? Explain, why do you think companies never publish what every employee makes? It's embarrassing, right? If you looked at it, and you see one guy making two, three, four million dollars, and somebody else making thirty grand, it's embarrassing. Oh, someone else is making two, three, four, five. No. 50, 60, 70 million dollars, and someone is making the minimum wage. Yeah. That's McDonald's. That's Wendy's. That's Burger King. That's all of them. We don't know. But we got, we got, we got to, we got to cut back because we can't afford to pay all those employees and still give the, the owner his yacht. 
Who represents the slave master? The one who plays slave wages. Think about yeah. it. It's simple. Yeah. And then after you get paid that shitty little wage, the government's going to come in, and when you go buy groceries, we're going to tax you. When you go buy shoes, we're going to tax you. When you go buy this, we're going to tax you. When you go fishing, you've got to get a license, which is a tax. When you go hunting, you've got to get a license, which is a tax. And the house you bought is going to be taxed. And then we can't figure out why we can't make a living wage, but we can spend $100 billion in Ukraine when we're sitting here suffering, and that money could be spent here. When you're in Rome, do as the Romans do. Exactly. Let the games begin. Football, <laughs> basketball, hockey, track, tennis, everybody, singers, dancers, rappers, tap dancers, pool artists, everybody that's well going. Well, it's history, too. Because in every civilization that has fallen before, in the final stages, they become confused about gender. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Roman orgies, kids. The Roman orgies. They were famous. The Roman bathhouses. They were famous. The constant wars. They were famous. The you know the, the give them a distraction. That was. We're living history, and people are so stupid they can't even see it. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. It all ends up with men with titties. the end of the world is defined when you notice most men will have titties it's true I say this and I say it till my head explodes and it seems like you and I are the only ones that understand what's going on around us And, you know, we just have the guts to say it because most people just won't say it because they've been so kowtowed by the cancel culture, they're afraid to speak their mind. That's going to be the name of my next show. All men will have titties. (laughs) (laughs) The the all men will have titties (laughs) tour. Just make a shirt with drawn on titties to sell. Yeah, all men, there you go. <laughs> Man, I just saw a post, right, of a guy coming out of Atlanta, right? Yeah. Fair skinned black dude, you know, muscles and tattoos. What really threw me off was when he threw up the gang sign, and he said, this is how we do it in the ink. This is how we get down. He had on a bathing suit top, with a, and he had on a hat at first. He took it off. He had a blonde hair with a, with a ponytail, and then he had on some girl-type jeans, and he said, yeah, walked off. I was confused, because are you gay or are you gangster? And I've been saying this for a long time. Gay, sir. I keep telling people they're gay, sir. I've been saying that. They're all gay, sirs. And people don't get, are not getting what I'm saying. They're not getting it. And it's showing you clearly. And we haven't been wrong yet. No. We haven't been wrong yet. And we're not Every, wrong now. 
Every video we've ever made over the past couple of years has come true word for word what we said. Yeah. Everything. And all you got to do to see it is open your eyes to the illusion, and the illusion disappears when you start questioning it with real questions instead of just sitting there trying to say, oh, I hate him because he's got white privilege, or I hate him because he's got this privilege. No. The only people who have privilege are the elite. They're trying yeah. to teach you all that we have privileges when we don't. We don't. We're not in the race, number one. Number one, if you are not in an economic position to be in the race, you can't be racist. If, uh, racist racism is about an economic situation. It has nothing to do with how you feel. Racism is not an opinion. Racism is a positioning in life, period. That's yes. what racism is. Racism has nothing to do with your opinion. Either you can be racist or you can't. Most poor white people in the trailer park, you're not racist, you're prejudiced. You, don't have, you ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it all up. You're not racist. Don't fool no. yourself. No. People want to make you feel like you're racist by giving you an elite status feeling out of anger and frustration of something that they're letting you, they're bringing it to you and they're letting you suffer and then saying it's your fault and then saying, well, the black people did it to you. No, dummy. They're doing no. it to you. Yeah. The elite. The elite are doing this to you. Us versus them is the real struggle they never want you to put your finger on. Yeah. See, that's what happened over in Europe. The elites tried to shut down the common man, and the common man said, say, oh, if you're this caller, come with us. They said, if you're a common man, come with us, and they all went and they shut them down. That's why they're not showing that on TV in America, because, by God, we don't want you to know that if you work together, you can actually shut us down. That's it. Because you know what we live in a world of? We always have to ask the person, who are you? Okay? Because once you figure out who are you, not who you're becoming, not who you represent through whatever religion or status I think you are, but who are you individually? Just, just wake up, just you, okay? Because until you understand that, you cannot move forward what's happening before you. Because like I got to tell a person, if you take a piece of old, say, a piece of bologna out of a pack of bologna, right? Right. And you take the bologna and you sit in the refrigerator, right? And you take the other piece and you sit it on the table. Let me tell you about optical illusions. Optical illusions. That pretty bologna in the refrigerator is pink and pretty. But if you take it out and sit it on the counter for three days and you leave the other bologna in the refrigerator, that other bologna is going to look pretty rancid in three days. Okay? Yes, it is. But that pink bologna in the refrigerator is the same thing. It's just in a process that slowed it down. But it's still that same rancid piece of meat. It was rancid when they put it in the pack. Yep. But we don't want to look at it this way. Now, if you, if we don't want to look at it the way. If you're eating a piece of red steak, it's been processed. There's no, we eat, the meat is not that color. We have to, until you open your eyes to look at things you're familiar with, if you have any, you know, familiar uh, experience with these things, then one day you'll be able to share these things with others and the other people have to realize they don't know. And they have to be willing to accept that you know something that they don't know. 
in order to help people. You have to be willing to be receivable in information that can be provided to you that can help you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 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 Yeah. You know, and people are not in the receptive mode, They're, but people want, want, want from you, but they want to guide how you tell them what they want out of you, but they don't know anything, but you're still talking. Oh, man, it's the craziest. We're in a craziest world where it's like <laughs> if you don't have yourself together to decipher what's happening for you, to you, rather, it will make you scramble mind. Oh, yeah. It will. It will make you scramble minded because you can't even believe what's happening because the way people are, it's unfathomable. You can't even believe how people are. Are you like, are you really acting that way? And they're like, yes. What's wrong with that? And I'm like, are you serious, man? And you know it's yeah. wrong. And people yeah. are in the day. Yes. They know they're wrong. The day of accountability is out the window. No accountability oh, yeah. from no angles no more. No. No. Especially on the people top who are obviously destroying this country on purpose. On purpose. It sounds like one of those things like a kid saying, if I'd have messed it up, but if I can't have it, nobody can. Exactly. And in the, and in the gigantic crash they're going to create, the rich elites will not suffer. They will not suffer. The common man, no matter what your color, will suffer. Now, wait a minute. A bunch. You know what? Okay. This is the thing. You know, here we go with one of them words, right? What do you say? The what man? What? The common man, right? The common man. Okay. Now, when you say that, okay, if you let your ears hear what you're actually saying, Okay, the calming man is the calming, C-A-L-M-I-N-G, the calming man. Not the common, the calming man. We are the calming men, the calming men. Not common, the calming men. The ones that bring answers to chaos, the calming men, the calming men. Yes. We are the calming men. And we will face the chaos and straighten it out. Yes. We are the calming men, and that's what you have to have, a group of calming men. And calming men don't really have to speak about things because calming men who know who they are. Calming men can all, we can speak without even really having to say anything because you can recognize what's going on. And people say telepathy, oh, yeah. I show you telepathy. Keep your mouth shut and can recognize what's going on with a friend of yours that knows what's going on in the room. That's called telepathy. Yep. Okay? You're just looking for some magical stuff that people have made up in your mind for Walt Disney and how you should think of things. Can't deny that. Okay. (laughs) 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 We will be the people tested by fire, though. Oh yeah, but but if they tell you, uh, okay, you say we will be the te- people tested by fire. Yep. But if it's got anything to do with anything, like you say, or a song, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. You better get ready. You better get ready for Madison Mount. Oh God only knows. Come rain or shine, no more water, 
No more water but fire next time. That's all similar. It's all similar. You know what's funny? You were talking, you're just talking about lyrics. Have you seen when they broke down the the, uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper song, Californication? No, no, no. What's up with that? Let me see if I can, let me see if I can find it here real quick. Um, Because when they started saying it, it's like, uh, it's unreal. California case. There we go. Lyrics. Let me see here. It's all in the lyrics, man. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Here. Now, listen to this. Okay. This, when, when was this song released? I can't even remember. It's, it's been around for, what, 20, 30 years easy? Okay. Okay. Psychic spies from China tried to steal your mind's elation. And little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. It's the edge of the world, end of all Western civilization, the sunrise in the east, at least it's settled in its final location. It's understood that Hollywood sells Californication. Now listen to this one. Pay your surgeon very well to break the spell of aging. Celebrity skin, is this your chin, that war you're waging? Firstborn unicorn, hardcore soft porn, dream of Californication. Bang! Now wait a minute. Who was that once again? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Californication is the song. Californication. Oh, my God. Here, listen to this one. You'll love this one. Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. out when that was released because yeah. dude man you want to talk yeah man you want to talk about when I saw those lyrics because I've heard that song a hundred times but I never really paid attention to it but now when you step back and you look at the lyrics based on where everything's at right now you go oh hold on just a minute Dan oh my goodness Remind me of this red hot chili chili peppers, okay? Yeah. Californication. Remind me of that later, man, because let me tell you something, man. That's a hot situation you just brought up right there, man. Oh man, isn't it though? Yeah, you made me. You made my mind go bonkers with that right there because it's like there's so many things that can come from that, man. It's like it's like wow, you know. Well, here, listen to this one. This is what we were talking about too. Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. And earthquakes are, to a girl's guitar, they're just another good vibration. Mm. And tidal waves couldn't save the world from Californication. Wow. Dude. 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 
You want to talk about a song that was written. They must tell us before they do it. They must tell us before they do it. Yeah. Now, that's just coincidence that they wrote that song and this is all happening, right? Yeah, and, and I would have no reason really to be drawn towards Red Hot Chili Peppers if you hadn't talked to me about it. It's not culturally a part of me. So, right. therefore, I'm discovering something right now that's unbelievable, which lets me see that, listen, man, there's messages, right? Oh, yeah, out here. And for me to be prejudiced would make me prejudge this. So I wouldn't even want to hear what you got to be, what you're going to tell me about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm going to tell you, I mean, that's some crazy white dude is trying to run the world and they're going to mess up everything. And I'm going to just go into my sayings because I don't want to hear it. Right. That's what I've been talking. Yeah. I've that's what breaking to. down the walls is so dangerous because then you take two perspectives and make them one, and each perspective sees the other person's perspective, and that's what they never want you to see. They never want you to see the world through somebody else's eyes. Ever. And then when you then, ever. And then, and then they don't want you to ever explain the sight of seeing. Okay. To be able to explain what we're doing right now, to make you aware. Okay. To see is one thing, but make you aware and display and explain it to you with two individuals who explain the difference and the dynamic of the reason why they're trying to do these things. Exactly. It gives me chills right now because I know we're making, we're making that connection. And, and this is what happens with our conversations where, like, when I pass information to you and you pass information to me, because we're both so open to it, it it's like, it's eye-opening. Yeah. And then what show did you ever go to where we express that the awareness of the newness of us sharing these things right now, and we're sharing to you like, hey, man. It's new to us, and it's exciting, and we're sharing it to, with you like, hey, man, we, we're green to it. It's new. We're sharing our newness with you right now. Yeah. We're discovering with you. We're learning and growing as two people right now as we speak because Red Hot Chili Peppers, man, I'm, I'm rolling with it now. You know, now a culture of people or an angle of people to which I know will know something, hey, man, a lot of people would have never looked at. Not to say that everybody don't know because I know some brothers that know, but I didn't know. I'm yeah. not aware. I wasn't aware, my friend. And those yeah. lyrics. And then you got to sit down and go, what made them write those lyrics? Because those, <laughs> yeah, you, seriously, you don't just sit down and write that kind of stuff. It comes from your observation. That's what people don't understand. Music, music is somebody else's observation of the world. And you need to sit down and listen to what they're saying and then ask yourself, why did they say that? Because they sat back and educated themselves within themselves and in their conscious mind to say that education is an adaptation to one's environment. And let me study my environment to see what my environment is, is designed to hurt me, destroy me. So I must intercept those thoughts. And here it is what I've learned and this is what I've observed. Yeah. That is dope, man. <laughs> I love that line. Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. Oh, my God. Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is why we... 
<laughs> you you can't hear that line and just ignore it. You just no. And it's funny because when I first started listening to this, this was years ago. I didn't have the knowledge I have now, so I just those lyrics to me were just nonsensical. And then now with my knowledge, I look at it and I go, hold, hold, hold on a minute. That wasn't just nonsensical lyrics. They were saying something. Yeah, because these things are placed together like model cars on a shelf, all with their proper placement. Yes. Exactly. And, when, and like I said, when you run down these lyrics, every yeah. bar, every yeah. bar. Ah, here we go. Listen to this one. Marry me, girl. Be my fairy to the world. Be my very own consolation. A teenage bride with a baby inside, getting high on information. And buy me a star on the boulevard. It's Californication. Wow. 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 That sounds like some of my poetry, man. You know, <laughs> it sounds like some of my poetry, man. It's so dope, man. I'm sitting there. I am captivated. I'm like, man, give me more, brother. Yeah. Uh, 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 this is this is this is another one. Born and raised by those who praise control of population. Well, everybody's been there, and I don't mean on vacation. Firstborn unicorn, hardcore soft porn. Mm mm. Nice. <laughs> Start snapping the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you look at that now and just break it apart line by line, it's where we are. Oh, it's my exactly man. where we are. I got. I got to find out when this was written. I got to find know. out. Uh. Let's see. Release date. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, my God. June 8th, 1999. What's that? June 8th, 1999? Yeah. You and I in this world was in a 100% different place at that time. Oh, yeah. We were in a 100% different place. And if you looked at that song then, the whole Chinese thing, the whole nobody was talking about the moon landing not occurring back in 99. And, and also, it's really funny because I know a ton of people who, you don't believe we didn't go to the moon? What kind of conspiracy theorists are you? So you mean to tell me you believe a ship landed on a dusty surface and didn't stir up dust? You mean to tell me that you believe that a, when we didn't even have remote control practically anything, that we had a camera that was on the moon that was remotely controlled from millions of miles away and it perfectly framed the ship taking off? that appears to go straight up in the air and that we've lost all of that technology and we say we can't go again? You believe that story and I'm the dumb one? 
Wow. Now, that was the 70s, right? Yeah. You know what followed 68, that? 68, 69, all that stuff. 19 by 1980. Okay. We had just come out of the disco era, right? Yep. And disco, you know what was going on. That was John Travolta. And da, 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 that was a hell. That's the shit we were listening to in the bars when I was that age. Yeah, you know that was some weird shit back then. Yeah, and Michael Jackson was hitting one number one after another number one after another number one, and Prince was taking off more clothes. Yeah. Okay. Now, in 1980, is when. Everybody put money into the market of hip-hop, okay? And while the money was growing, right, they made a song. You ever remember Run DMC? Yeah. They made a song called Hard Times. Yes. Now, this is a time of prosperity now. Right. But they're telling you about hard times. Yeah. Okay? Now, now you got to think. Now, this is the time of... Hip-hop is coming, but they're talking about gangs, crack, liquor, pills, hoeing women, overdressing, partying, giving money to strippers, okay? Yeah. They said, hard, this is the lyrics to this stuff. He said, hard times are spreading just like the flu. Watch out, little homeboys. Don't let it catch you. They said, the prices are going up, but don't let your pockets go down. Because when you have short money, you're going to end up stuck on the ground. So turn around and get ready and keep your eye on the clock and be on point for the future shock. Hard times are coming. Yeah. They okay. saw it. They saw This is crazy, man. We're going to spend You didn't got me. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. <laughs> man, this is crazy. We got to go through these lyrics and these songs, man. We, okay, we've already officially started doing it, right? Yeah, we got to go back through these lyrics, man. Yeah, we all the popular to. songs of the '80s, and we got to look at it because we've already shown that the movies from that era are predictable. Look, Demolition Man came from that era. Uh, Idiocracy came from that era. Uh, there, there's all kinds of movies that came from that era that, at the time they were written, were totally unfathomable to most people because we were rocking high in the '80s and '90s. Man, listen, man. Look, man. They told you read these things. Oh my God! Listen, the ninety was coming. These dudes said hard times are coming to your town. Yes, so sir. Stay alert. Don't let them get you down. You know, depression and all this stuff. Yeah. They tell you times are tough. You hear that times are hard, but when you work for that ace, you know you pull the right card. That's a dope, though. Hard oh times God. got your pockets. All in chains. I'll tell you what, homeboy, I don't have my brain. Now you did. Okay? <laughs> All day I have to work to make my peak because I need that dollar every day of the week. Hard times. Man, if you ain't got the eight, if you don't have the ace's money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Here's another, and it just dawned on me as I was sitting there listening to you. There's a album that came out in the 80s, right? I think it was like 81 or 82 by Styx called Paradise Theater. 
that talks about paradise lost and how that everything's getting shut down. And it says some say that these are the best of times, but they're the worst of times. Wow. Yeah. Everything we were listening to growing up was telling us what was coming, but at that moment, we were in such a great world, we didn't see it at that. We just saw it as lyrics. You know what? That's when, listen, Prince told us the weather was going to change, right? Yes. And not only would the weather change, you would have a a group of of the land of homosexuality would grow and things of sort. Because he made a song, i never forget, he said, Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel so bad and so sad. Sometimes I wish that life was never ended. But all good things they say never last. Yeah. And the story it tells about this guy named Tracy who died after a long fought civil war, but his fight was with AIDS. Yep. Okay. And he tells of how he cried over Tracy dying, and it was the love. It was his lover in the story. You know, I don't think people really understood about those songs and how deep these songs were about men loving men during these times. Oh yeah, a lot of these songs were about men liking men. It had nothing to do with women. Oh yeah, well then you look at the popular stars at the time, Elton John and um, Barry Manilow. They weren't out with their sexuality, so every song they wrote that was a love song, say hello. Yeah, just like with Luther Vandross. Right. Just like with, uh, what's his name, George Michael. Somebody told me that everything she wants. No, it's somebody told me that everything he wants. Is everything she sees. That's a man with titties. And I must have loved her. I knew she was the perfect girl for me. The man with titties. And now she told me that she's having my baby. Impossible. I tell her that I'm happy if she wants me to. Yep. One step further and the back will break. If my best isn't good enough, the hell can it be good enough for two? It's just you and him. Right. He didn't say, how the hell can it be good enough for three? Right, yeah, he said two. For two. Well, go back and look at Dude Looks Like a Lady, Aerosmith. You remember that song? It was popular. Yeah. Dude Looks Like a Lady. Right. Like a lady. Oh, and you can't, you can't say it was because of transgenders at that moment because nobody even really thought about it at that time. Nobody. What about, when, what about when LL Cool J said, he, she, oh, delicious, steamy, delicious, give me goose goose, love me good. Oh, damn. I follow Hollywood. I know I would. When he say lift your Tim's up, top him up, lift your Tim's up, that's a dude. Yeah. Well, don't forget, don't forget Funky Cold Medina. Don't don't mess with no Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> Dude, it was it was laid out on a plate. Man, let me tell you another one. Freddie Jackson jam tonight. 
or don't you want to jam? I've never told no girl I want to jam her. Nah. Don't you want to jam? Don't you want to ooh, 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 jam you? Jam you tonight. <laughs> when you start running down, again, they must tell you before they do it. They've been telling us for 24 years. Yes, yes. But nobody paid attention. Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, all of them, all these dudes were gay. Yeah. Well, Chuck all Berry. Chuck Berry liked to take shits on women. Oh. Oh. And then he wrote a song called Mind Ding a Ling. Then, then Little Richard uh, was like, uh, he made a, Little Richard made a lot of songs. Yes. It was really funny because at that time, they were all in the closet. Because you couldn't come out back then. Because if you come out back then, that was the end of your career. Yeah. And now, 20-some years later, if you don't come out, it's the end of your career. Yeah. We have flipped. Society has completely flipped. Okay, now what about a song named Tutti Fruity or Rudy? Tutti yes. Fruity or Rudy? A bop, bam, a loo bop, a bop, bam, bam. I mean, yes. That's what I was saying. When you go back and look at these lyrics, you're like, oh, my God, it's, it's being broadcast. But we all missed it because we were in a different place in our mind. Oh, man, listen. This song called Long Tail Sally. That Long Tail Sally show like a bump. What? Yep. Long Tail. Long Tail. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess because Big Dong Sally wouldn't have come out right. Yeah. Big, Big Dong Sally. Told out the meat. Oh my god, dude. This is insane. This is insane. Yeah. Hey. Here's another one, and I'm pretty sure you haven't heard this one, but it was super popular by the group Styx called Grand Illusion. Uh, let me see if I can find the words for that, because that was another one. Uh, that was another one that was, um, there we go, Styx. There it is, Styx lyrics. Because you ain't going to, I remember, there we go. Let me see what it was. Welcome to the grand illusion. Come on in and see what's happening. Pay the price. Get your tickets for the show. Yes. The stage is set. Mm -hmm. The band starts playing. Suddenly your heart is pounding, wishing secretly you were a star. Don't be fooled by the radio, the TV, or the magazines. Show, your, show you photographs of how your life should be, but they are just someone else's fantasy. Mm. Now, here's a good one for you. So if you think your life is complete confusion because you never win the game, just remember that it's a grand illusion, and deep inside, we're all the same. 
man, that's such a hey, listen to this one. Oh, you're gonna oh my god, you're gonna America spells competition. Join us in our blind ambition. Get yourself a brand new motor car. Someday soon we'll start to ponder what on earth this spell we are under. We made the grade and still we wonder who the hell we are. Mm. Dude. That was written in the late 70s. Wow. And at that time, there was no talk about us living in a generated world like everybody's talking about now. And they're all starting to say that we're living in a, in a creation. And they made a whole album called The Grand Illusion. Wow. Man. That's deep. It's very deep. It is it's very deep. And people don't realize that, man. Yeah, it's there. Go read it. Don't read it as a song lyrics. Go read it as lyrics and a message, because that was a message, and we were given it. Yeah, and they're giving them over and over again. Yeah. But do we pay attention? Right. How many signs do you get to drive by that there's a 10-mile-an-hour corner up ahead before you hit your brakes? Yeah. And, and, and don't drive over to your doom. Right. Don't crash and kill yourself. It's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is crazy? And we've already blown a whole hour and I'm, hour and some change, and I need to take a commercial. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Herman, we we spent we spent an hour talking about this out of nowhere no show prep no no lines just get on here and dan and herman start talking and look how long we just blast by yeah that's all we're doing is killing enjoying history and enjoying life and enjoying what we're talking about uh uh, good things misery and strife but we're learning yeah learning from each other not from a school that is run by a government that wants to teach you a message, we are learning from individuals, which is exactly why the First Amendment was written, so that you could learn from individuals and they couldn't be silenced. And that's why it works well. Keep yes, talking. it does. Keep talking. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll get this out of the way, and then we'll come back and do what we do. So hope you guys are enjoying this conversation. So here we go. First break. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias, but they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say something. Or they quote the myth 
and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. All righty, we're back. We're back. We're oh, doing yeah. some ly- we're doing some lyrics today, my brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because the lyrics of the music is what makes the world go round. That's what people yeah. listen to. Listen to. Um, when radio first became important, you know, uh, everybody would sit around and listen to their radios, you know. Oh, yeah. They, they would, on, on the night, the TV shows, War of the Worlds, look what it did to people. It yeah. freaked out an entire place, and it was just a radio play. That's how much they just heard the words, and because it came from the radio, they believed it. Oh yeah, world war of the world. You know, yeah. it meant something, man. And I was like, "Hey, man, Dan, you look at this lyric thing. It's so crazy, man. It's beautiful how you did it, man." And uh, I just thought about one guy that really touched a lot of people. 
And uh, he died young, like a lot of the individuals that do, and they leave lyrics behind, like John Lennon, you know. Yes. And he wrote this song called On Time, okay? Song by John Lennon and Metro Boomin, okay? It mm-hmm. says, listen, every story needs a superhero and a villain. Now introducing Metro motherfucking Boomin nigga. Metro motherfucking booming nigga. Ah, uh, yeah, they pray for the day that I lose it, but God gave me the power to use it. May have waited a while, but I'm on time. Yeah, I glide through the rain and the fire. Take no days off, can't retire. No, you waited a while, but I'm on time. Oh, I'm on time. Hey, no, you wanted a while, waited a while, but I'm on time. Oh, I'm on time. No, you waited a while, but I am on time. Time. May have waited a while, but I'm on time. May have waited a while, but I'm on time. You know what they say. If young Metro don't trust you, motherfucker, you better run. All the villains is grinning. All my niggas is winning. Must I remind you one more time? Must I remind you niggas? I got to tell you niggas again. We got to show them niggas again. We got to, we got, oh, he said, we got to, we got to hold on, Pink. I'm done. I'm done apologizing. I'm done being persecuted for my strength. You people should be thanking Christ that I am who I am because you need me. You need me to save you. You do. I am the only one who, uh, who possibly can. You're not, you're not the real heroes. I'm the real hero. Wow. I have never heard those lyrics in that song. Me neither, man. But it's just, it's just, hearing a song like that, man, for me, it touches you in a way that you can't really explain it. Because when I hear that right there, I'm hearing someone speaking for me that I didn't even know would care. Right. And, and said in a way that you can't say it today. Yes. Man, that, that, that was, woo. Yeah. That, those lyrics there, man, hit me. <laughs> yes. Bro, they hit me. They touched my soul. That was something there, bro. It was, oh, my goodness. That was wow. That was, oh, man. That was intense. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wow, the beauty of it, on time, the beauty of I cannot forget Red Hot Chili Peppers. I cannot forget, John, these things I can always reference to now because of this conversation here. Yes. Yes, because of coming to a conversation with an open mind and listening. And then not poo-pooing, but sitting there going, hey, something's here. And then as we both start looking at it, we both start seeing different things in it, but because of our perspectives and us sharing it, it gets to be a wider picture. It's like looking with two eyes instead of one. Yes, and I know I am now a red hot chili pepper studier, and I am a John Lennon studier because I want to know more. Because these are, like John Lennon stepped out for a reason. Yes, he did. He stepped out for a reason, man. 
it's like I said, when you start looking at the lyrics from that era, you just go, wow. And it's just like the movies from that era where you go, wow, Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, all of those movies of that era were telling us something, but we just looked at it as entertainment. Mm-hmm. Instead of entertainment. Right. They must tell you before they do it. Mm-hmm. It's just a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy theory. That's we're just you're making shit up. Even though it all lines up with everything we're saying, it's all made up. Yeah, even though it all takes place as we speak. Right. It it's is happening in front of your face. But yeah. don't believe it. Yeah. Don't be leaving it. Yeah. Won't be leaving it. You want to believe in it. You won't be leaving it. You got dog all right. right. You won't be leaving it. No, you won't be leaving it. You would rather me leave my senses and believe in you than right. you believe in what you want to do through understanding someone else's crew. That's right. See, that's again, that's where it's the beauty of the fact that we've always been the way we've always been. Yeah. That we were always raised, we were raised obviously pretty close the same as far as open-mindedness. Yeah. And then our life experiences just packed in there that, yeah, listen to these people and don't, and, and, you know, develop a friendship and then don't try to just talk negative back the second you're told something. Hear what they said. They said it for a reason. Yeah. Now try to find that reason in your world so that you can see it from your perspective and don't just shut it down and go, that's just Herman talking that bullshit. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times you've said things to me that when I first heard it, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, money. And then I, and then I sat down and I started milling it over in my head and I go, hold, hold on just a minute. This is bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> you know, because I always, I always bring myself back to the fact that Herm wouldn't feed me a line of shit. That's no. how I do that. But that's the beauty of it, though. That's the that's the how it it just comes together when you start. The light comes on, and then it becomes easier. And that's why our conversations, and like you said, we never argue. No. What? But we've had some of the deepest conversations that you're not supposed to be able to have without no. somebody having a conflict. Yeah, because that's how they taught you how to have. The world has taught you how to handle. Just explain black and white situation. That's right. I'm okay. right. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No matter what side, I'm right. You're wrong. I know about more about this, Dan. So you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Right. <gasps> right. Shut up, man. You don't do every fucking thing, and that's how the world's supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to argue, not converse. Yeah. Raise your voice and make no sense and prove your point and stump your feet and waste a whole bunch of time on one damn subject versus moving smoothly. And you know what? Subjects. I can tell you where some of this came from, and this is my personal theory. And mm-hmm. Participation trophies. Oh, yeah. What, what participation trophies have done is they – remember, first, second, and third used to mean something. 
It did. You mm-hmm. finished in the top three. It used to mean something. Now the only trophy that means anything is the winner's trophy. That's the only trophy that means anything. Well, so being yeah. You got one being, and the other though, Dan. That's right. So being right is the only thing that matters now. Being number one is the only thing. There's no close second where you can be happy with yourself. You're either number one or you're shit. There's no in between now. Well, you got well, you got the, the you have the you have the other extreme is you're either number one or you're a winner one through twelve. Right. See, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We've forced it down to where there's no in between. Yeah. It's this or it's that. Well, you and I both know that this and that, the truth is in between this and that. It is. It is, it is in between this and that. That's what it is. Yeah, it's right down the middle. It's right yeah. down the middle. Yeah. This is a this is a this is a conversation about the tank. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only thing that a male and a female has in common, exactly in the same spot. The space between the two bat the, the, the two uh, between the anus and the sexual organ. Yep. That that in between spot. That's that's what we have in common. Yeah. Period. And we must find common ground. So we don't understand anything else. We got to understand that common middle ground. We got to. If not, we are we all going to perish. Oh yeah, most definitely. Well, see that goes into the whole melting pot of America, and it is a melting pot because we have got different things from around the world that have come in here that have changed America, and it will and and changed it in a positive way and a negative way because everything's positive and negative. You can't throw the baby out with the bathwater is a great phrase because you've got to go through certain stages to get places because not everybody understands and receives on the same level. Some people need it, like, slammed in their face before they can see it. Well, you know what we got to get past? And the thing is we got to get past of the group of people that every time they wake up, there's a war with them and someone else for some reason. Oh, yes. Everywhere they go, they've got a war. I don't like there's a war. We must fight for what we what who who the fuck if you're not creating a fight, who the fuck are you fighting against? Right. But see people that think about fighting and shit, you gotta create someone that wants to fight you. So True. we have to realize America in a, a lot of ways, yeah, we do some some good shit, but in a lot of ways America's gonna fucking bully. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, any any country that has enslaved people, and any country that you can take the state of Texas, the state of Texas, and it, if it becomes independent, it'll be the eighth largest nation. That should tell you something about that goddamn map right there. Yeah. Okay. If you can take a state out of America and make one of the largest nations, then what the hell do you think America actually is? Right. How, how big, America is so big you can't even understand towards the world. No, and that's funny because we forget it because we are divided into states. We see each state is small, but as a united thing, we're enormous. If you look at 
goddamn Afghanistan and, and, and Iraq and Iran are smaller than Texas. Oh, yes. So all these little countries, we go and take our entire nation to their little bitty state. Now, this is what we're doing. We leave here and we go to states and kick states at Yes. This is what we do. I want people to realize what I'm talking to them about right now. America's a goddamn gun bully. America I, I, can take what they want. That's how big they are. And the only thing that can take them down is fucking nothing because Russia is a big old drop of big-ass spot of land with no people hardly there. Most of Russia is in, uninhabitable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So when you look at America, what competition really? Let's stop with all the propaganda. What competition does America have? If you take one state out of America, one state could become the eighth largest nation. That ought to tell you something. They were nine nations larger than one than Texas. I mean, eight, no, seven. Yep. They were seven larger than Texas. So then you add on top of that, though, what they're doing now is for the first time the entire world is uniting against us with bricks. No. And so if they destroy our dollar, they can, in fact, destroy us. Not really. Okay? If they destroy our dollar, they don't destroy what pro- – we have to realize the dollar counts for nothing. It's the production. If we get called into a piece of paper, that piece of paper don't mean nothing. It means well, it don't mean nothing because I, I am black. I was once the dollar. I just became a factor in this world. I was once the dollar. So my backbone has accumulated the power of the dollar. And any poor white people and any poor people of any other race should know, the accumulation of what you do and what you generate is the dollar. The dollar has no power. Right. It's monopoly money. If I ask you, if you say her, hey, man, you got some greens over there, and so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so will keep me first with this stuff for the so-and-so, I'll fix your car. I don't need no money. So you can't talk to me about what I don't need. I know that money doesn't work the way that people try to tell me it does. It doesn't work that way. Well, it's like you and I conversed. If you had $20,000 and you went into a store and every shelf was empty, you're just as worthless as the person who has $0. Thank you. Okay, thank you. If there's nothing to purchase, that dollar has no value. It has none. So a dollar has no value. So your work has the value. So a, a dollar only has the value of what you work for. Yep. See, that's where they want that digital currency, though, because then they can control you because once they have the grip on your account where they can monitor you, that's when freedom or free being free gets worse. Yes. Yes. They don't want you to be free. No. They, they want you to be able to absorb their action, as they call it, under the umbrella of freedom. And once you understand, do you understand freedom? Yes, I do, sir. Do you understand freedom? Yes, I do, sir. Do you want to fight for freedom? Yes, I do, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've heard me fighting for freedom. Yep. Yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've done that over and over again, sir. So I know what fighting for freedom is. I have on a uniform. I have on a gun. 
I had on a frag jacket. I had an M16, a, thir- uh, a nine millimeter, boots, helmet. I know what freedom is. I fought for it. You know what I'm saying? I do. Freedom starts with, oh, Ted Chuck. <laughs> Company. Hard. Oh, you want one and you two rock. Three rock, four, well, you're one and you're two or you're three or you're four. Rock, rock, well, well, you put them up, you're putting them down. That's freedom. Yeah. That's democracy. That's serving your country. Period. That's what that is. So yep. when people say, what we're talking about right now, we're civilians. That's This is a different status within this socialism. Yeah. That we call democracy. You know, we can name it whatever it is, but you better recognize what you're actually living. You can call it whatever you want. But you know what this type of control is. Well, that goes back to what you talk about, spelling, words, casting a spell. Put the right word on the right thing, and you can sell it to everybody. Anyone. Anybody. That's right. Yes. We, you know, we've been, we've been, we had to realize this whole world is like Ohio art said. Edge and sketch. We they shake it up every day and change. Ohio art, edge and sketch. Every day they shake up that, they shake up that edge and sketch. Every yes, day they, they shake up that snow globe. And then they make up what they want you to think. It's the end of the world. It's global warming. It's so and so and so and so. So we just start repeating shit. Hey, yeah. hey, we don't know. <laughs> well, again, you and I have had this conversation. What you've learned versus what you've been taught. Yeah. And and we've been taught a whole bunch of things that people have had blind faith in for so many years that they're so afraid that they've been duped that they would rather go ahead and believe the lie than finally go, hey, I was wrong. Yeah, because, see, we live in a world of I am he, her, them, she, them, I be. Uh, Transgender is important, and I don't see what's wrong with anal sex on the first day. See, this is the world we live in now. Well, yeah. We also live in a world where you call it a fetus instead of a baby, and that makes it okay to kill it because it's just a fetus. You're not killing a baby. But nobody ever comes up to a pregnant woman and goes, how's your fetus doing? It's just a what? It's just a what? You don't don't ever go up to a pregnant woman and goes, how's your fetus? You go, how's your baby? Listen to what you said. Feed us. How is your feed us? Yeah. Why do they call it a feed us? Why do they, what does it feed? Who is us that feeds on this fetus? And, and also, this, this baby is to feed us. And also, don't forget that the original goal of abortion was to wipe out the black population. Yeah, that's what they told you. Margaret Sanger called black people weeds. She's the founder of Planned Parenthood. Well, if that was the case, then, then like I said, this is a game, land game. You cannot get rid of something you need to eat. Just like saying getting rid of black people is like getting rid of tomatoes. Getting rid yep. of black people is like getting rid of uh, cucumbers. Yep. If, if you're a part of the system of, of food, okay, if you're part of the food chain, if your skin has been used to make chairs, 
If your skin has been used to make leather coats and shoes, yeah, and lap shades and couch covers. But, but okay. add on to this, though, they're not eliminating; they're controlling. Yeah, yeah. Because if all the black babies that were aborted were born, just think of how much of less of a minority you would be. I keep telling you, they, they, okay, this is it, man. Like, okay, with black children, they did it this way. If you want to see missing other minorities and foreign and white, poor white people or unaware white people, you got to look in their class of stuff like you got to look at Walmart's $5,000 shoes where there's only one pair of each. You got to look at Walmart's one-time clothing sale where you exclude like a little girl's clothes for like, She's seven years old, and it's like, and her clothes on sale for like $6,500, and you wonder, why is this little regular out? Because she's a missing child. She's a child that's been taken. See? Oh, yeah. They, you know, they sell these children through these different websites and different stuff like that, because we don't know. We just, and we're entertaining ourselves with the Internet as we, as we continue to give up our babies so they can help feed us, whoever us is. Yeah. And it, and it's supposed Maybe, to be just yeah. it's it's just a it's just a conspiracy theory that they make adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. Just a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the elites that you never see again, the people behind the curtain, we don't know anything about them. Mm-mm. We don't. We don't. We know everything about the people they want us to know stuff about, but the people they don't, they're not seen anywhere. We never hear about them. Like the Rockefellers and Rothschilds, when they have a, a meeting and tell you that the secret to their family is they, they marry in, in family, they inbreed, you know, mm-hmm. brothers, cousins, and things of the sort. They tell you that. It's disturbing. But it's clear what we're dealing with. Oh, yeah. Okay. I keep telling you, man, I don't care what they say. We're breeders. That's all we're here for. Yeah, we create we create the world they make money off of, and we struggle in it, and they ride high on everything they're getting, and they just take it. And they convince you that they take it because of your need for them to take it. Yeah, and if you have good parents, their work job is to convince you that your parents are liars. Right. They want That's you to – the better your parents are, the worse they want you to treat them. Exactly. And you see it. You see it in TV shows. You see, and now lyrics. You hear it in lyrics. It's a whole propaganda machine, but nobody wants to admit that it's a propaganda machine. They want to think it's just as individuals and this. And that. No, there's a large machine running all of this. I'm going to tell you how funny this is if you go by stereotypes of the world. I just came from a part of Indiana, right? And none of my cousins, okay, if, if, if I looked at my cousins and my family, 85 to 95% of them are married to white people. I don't have, I'm serious, all of my cousins are married to white people. All of my cousins. <laughs> all, all. For real. I'm for real. I'm not talking about there's a white woman in my in my family. No, no, no. His wife is white. His wife is white. 
His wife is white. Her husband is white. Real talk. I'm serious. I'm serious. If, if I couldn't, I couldn't be prejudiced if I wanted to. If the prejudice was the word, true. I'd be in trouble. I had to hate everybody. <laughs> I'd have to hate the whole world. <laughs> I'd have to hate. I'm for real, man. My family. If I if it was an issue, if I had an issue with anything, it, I couldn't. I couldn't have been there because it was no. I don't know. I was like, why? But I've never been surprised because that's how it is in that area. Yeah. When I was young, I was so shocked that my cousins had white girlfriends in the 80s. Yep. In the 80s. My cousin was married, was been, has been dating a white girl since he was 14 years old. And he married her. That's the only woman he's ever been with. Seriously. <laughs> and the funny thing is, that's the world you don't hear about a lot. I mean, the whole staying with one person. Because it's not supposed to be that way. If you listen to the TV and everything. All I know is, is the wrong damn person from either side you screw. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you go with a screwed up person, two white people can get together. What is One of the partners is screwed up is just what it is. Yeah. Well, that's the whole, there's no difference. Yeah. That's what we see. There's no difference. Like, I, I, it's true. You and I don't look at each other differently. Mm-mm. We're Herman Dan. That's as far as it gets. Yeah. Yeah, we don't look at each other differently. We don't have that all that crazy mess going on. No. And that's why the conversations, I think, are so wonderful. Because they're totally from different perspectives, but we both find the commonality in the middle. Yeah, Yeah, it makes you better. It makes us stronger than us individually. Because we both can bring information. Again, two sets of eyes. That's why two sets of eyes can tell depth where one set of eyes can't. Yeah, and that makes sense. That's called someone to watch your back. The information. Exactly. You know, and that's what that makes this the strongest thing. And again, that's why the government fears it. They don't want people from different sides of the aisle talking and realizing there's really one aisle. Yes. Well, people have to understand that. Because right now, death and destruction is not the winning piece. Yeah. If a person speaks war all the time, they have to have a war to continue living. Yeah, that's their purpose. Yeah. Period. And and when you said America has had a very – we've been at war since we were founded with somebody. With somebody uh, Yeah and, and the thing is The war was with the people On the land already Before they got here They yep. described as savages and slaves Now yeah. honestly Not to be funny but I'm one of them people No I understand that so People don't even understand Go look at the, go look at the background in the, in the freaking Grand Canyon dude 
That's why, they, that's why it's closed. They don't want us to realize what was here. No. No. And, and they don't want you to realize that when they got here, when, when British got here, everybody got here with colonialism, the White House was already in existence. It was already built. Everybody, yeah. it was already yep. built. The White House was here. The mud flood. The destructions were already here. This is why they took dams and dammed up most of these areas of all these great black ropes and they think we were here. And you took a group of people and Columbus already stated that he killed over 500,000 blacks when he got here. Not Indians, black people. In the end, we are the Indians. That's all I'm saying. In the end, we are the Indians. So what are they talking about? Well, the Indians. Who are the Indians? Let's see, that's where the control of the history has made us all dumb because we've been told a false history. Yeah. You're trying to make the Indians a race of people different than the black people that you got here. Indians. Okay, the people they call it Indians are more like Guadalupans. They're not Indians. What the fuck are you talking about? What's an Indian? An indigenous person? There's no thing. The Indian is a made-up word. I don't even know what an Indian is. An Indian. What is that? I don't know what that is. Period. Because people say, hey, you have Indian in you? No, we have indigenous in us. And that has nothing to do with what, what, what an uh, Americanized word, Indian. That has nothing to do with my culture. Yep, that's someone else trying to teach me about my own. You can't teach me about my own by get. You can't enslave me and then reteach me my own history as if it fades away. It doesn't go away like that. It doesn't go away like that. You can't. And then if you're going to do that, you got to kill everybody. Yep, like like they did in the Bahamas. Columbus killed Bohemians with his penis. Columbus and Columbus and his crew went to the Bahamas. I'm not. Uh, yeah, they went to the Bahamas and killed everybody. VD. <laughs> oh man! He went over there with some dirty dicks crabs and killed the whole population. Seriously. <laughs> In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue and killed everybody with his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Killed everybody with his dick. (laughs) With his dick. Hey, man. People don't realize this shit, damn man. If people realize this shit, man, people would have fun, man, for real. If we would, you know, for real. Could you imagine, damn? If you uplifted, uplifted people instead of trying to teach them history against one another. Oh yeah. Because West Virginians are so concentrated on trying to survive, they can give a fuck about what somebody is trying to pin against them. They're trying to survive. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're trying to survive on poisoned land, too. Damn. It's been poisoned by every chemical co- company that inhabited that value valley, and you go down that valley, and you can see it. Everything just looks covered in this brown shit everywhere, every tree, every, everything. It looks dreary. It looks bad in the winter. And that's when you realize, and then you can't eat the fish because they're full of poison. You can't eat anything off the land because it's full of poison. 
Sounds Yet like they me. still sat there and survived. That sounds like Gary, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Same thing. You destroyed the land and everything systematically. Yeah. And you watch it fall apart, and then you act as though you don't know what's going on. Yeah, act I'm surprised. How the hell how did this get? No, I know how it got there. And I know how it continues to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. See, they try to separate the normal person and the environmentalist and all that. Everybody should be an environmentalist because you should care where you live and should care the soil because eventually that's going to come back to haunt you, and that's where we're at. Man. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> you tell me that's not where we're at. Wow. That, that is where we are. Yeah. All your foods got bioengineered projects designed to kill you. All your high fructose corn syrup designed to kill you. All your cheap cooking oils designed to kill you. The air you're breathing now with that shit they spray. Oh, those are contrails. Oh, shut up. They don't understand what to say. No. Because they still believe in the government. And I say this to everybody. Every government on the planet Earth has been responsible for more deaths than any disease or natural disaster. Okay. And that's the government you trust, and now, people do trust them. Now, environment, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what environment. The environment is here, right? Yeah. All right. Now, the meaning of enviro is command and control Solutions demanded by the more radical environs. Now, meaning of environs. Okay, environs plural. Okay, they don't even tell you what what is environs. Enviro, environmentalist, meaning control. <laughs> Meaning of environment to surround and control. Just another way to sell it to you. Now, what are the four types of environment? Do you know about that? No, give me, give me those. The atmosphere or air, the lithosphere or rock and soil. The hydrosphere or water, and the biological components of the environment or biosphere are the four basic components of the environment. Your four elements of life. There you go. So they say control of enviro for environment and environment, meaning to, to surround and take control environment of your surroundings. To surround and take control. That's what this means, environment. When you break it all the way down. And it makes sense because that's what they're wanting to do is exert their control over you. You said we just broke that shit down right there. You said we... <laughs> <laughs> you see how that was just broken down, brother? You see that? 
<laughs> well, it's just, again, that's what makes our conversation enjoyable to me. There's not a show I get off the air and I don't go, wow, I never thought of it that way. And that's the whole point of conversations like this where people don't get pissy with each other and we each hear each other out and we try to listen to what they're trying to bring and it opens up all kinds of doors. My it's like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Well, this is crazy. What are the three main types of environment? The three types of environment are Internal environment, external external macro environment, and external micro environment. Those are your three types of environment. Yep. Then they break it down to the two main types. The two the types of environment, these are the two different types of environment geographical environment and man-made environment. Oh, so any number of geographical and man-made that decides yep. the environmental circumstances. True. But if you simplify it, people can understand it, so you keep it complicated so nobody questions it. There we go. Because the further we go with environment, the deeper we go down the run hole, then you find out the four main, the four main types, the two, the two leading types. It just keeps going, and it says, "What are the two environments of man?" Okay, nature or geographical, and culture or man-made. Natural or geographical or cultural, cultural. All things that I saw said are made cultural. Cultural means the word cultural, or cultural means Man-made. I'm very cultured. I'm very man-made. That's what you're saying. True. Or either you're saying I'm natural, which is I'm a geographical individual, meaning I respect the land, the process of life, and how things are done. Now, some people say, well, you believe in God. Well, if believing in God is the natural state, then therefore I must believe in God, if that's what you think. But if you're going to tell me cultural, man-made, you believe in yourself. And you can live without whatever has made you to live on this. That's true. Because the odds of all this stuff just happening around us with no design is practically none. Yeah, but people in control want you to believe that. Right. It was just happenstance, and we crawled up out of the slime and became lizards and toads and monkeys and people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you just, you can't, you can't do that. Honestly. Hmm. Well, man, Herm, we've done blown past the end of the show again. <laughs> well, this was a good one, man. We yes, it was. We, we've got to do some more research on lyrics. We got to, man. We, we did. We, <laughs> and it was so crazy. And, okay, listen, we got to do another We got to do another thing on, 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 on uh, lyrics alone. And then we need to do the thing on words and breaking down words and digging 
wormhole of words because environment, I could have kept going on environment for another half hour. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the deep rabbit holes that we dig, and we just go down them, and it's really funny how it opens eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We show you as we adapt to our show, education is the adaptation to our environment. Truth. A hundred percent truth. There it is. And, and, and like I said, the two perspectives make it easier for people to see it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we don't sit here and try to get offended, we sit here and try to hear, that's the difference. We hear, we know, because we believe in one another, and we know ain't nobody trying to bullcrap one another. So I don't have any objective to make you feel small or unworthy or off balance. I want you to know that what you're saying has value, because it motivates me to hear you say more. Excuse yeah. Me. Yeah, motivates me to hear you say more. I know. That's like I said, when, when you've said some things that I didn't get, I don't say, yes, I know. I just say, no, tell me. And yeah. that, that's, that people are to the point now where that's a bad thing to say, I don't know. No, it, it's okay to not know. That's the first step to learning is to admit you don't know. Mm-hmm. That is the first step. Yeah. That is the first step. If you don't know, give the person an opportunity to share with you. Yes. And listen and hear. If you act as though you already know, why am I wasting time sharing with you anything? Because you already know. We can go to the next subject. But if you need to elaborate, or you need to have something elaborated on for you, then, hey, let me know. It makes a difference. Yeah, and I'm here for you, my friend. It makes a hundred percent difference in a way that people will never get unless you say, I don't know, which is okay. It is okay to sit out of me. Well, Herman, another great show, another great conversation. I always enjoy our conversations on Mondays. You know it, brother. Another pleasing Monday. <laughs> So we're going to kick on out of this show. We'll be back next Monday to talk about some more lyrics. Man, that was that was great. That Californication thing when I when I saw the lyrics, somebody talking about the lyrics. That really, that really right there told me something. Man, that kicked off some stuff, man. And we went on. <laughs> well, that's what we do. We find something each of us are interested in. We bring it to the show and we talk about it. Man, and how we just, just elaborate on to keep just stretching things out, man. I don't know how we do it, but it's, it's beautiful. It's nice and easy is what it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, we always end this show the same way, folks. Uh, if you're listening to this, you are the resistance. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground and take your sword out in Luke 10. And go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand 
your crown. When he thinks you're down, tell him, I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him, I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him, Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.